Welcome to Serviced Accommodation Secrets with me, Sally Kemba. This is the podcast where you get the on the ground experience that we're living and breathing with our serviced accommodation units. So you get to share our hacks and tips, our mistakes, so you can learn from those and thrive on our success. Welcome to this episode of Serviced Accommodation Secrets. Thanks so much for joining me. This time, it's all about the QR codes that we have to display in our serviced accommodation units. And this applies to the whole of the hospitality industry as of 24th September 2020. And this is a mandate from the UK government to display a single QR code per property. So if you have apartments or a house, you'll have one per property and it's a unique ID that you can download. And it's come into force to help the UK government with the test and trace program, which is actually run by the NHS in the UK, because we do have higher numbers of COVID-19 cases in the UK at the moment which is obviously not a good thing. Now, this might be partly to do with more testing going on and there have been quite a lot of deaths, clearly, which is obviously really sad. But it may be that there are cases that are not so severe. We just don't know yet, but the government are worried this is basically a second wave that we do actually now have because numbers are as high in terms of cases now as they were at the height of cases back in the late spring of this year, 2020. And so they've introduced this test and trace program. And the idea is that you can download an app. And the next idea is that you go to places where you will be spending time or in close contact. So it's all of hospitality and also places like hairdressers, beauticians, cinemas, all these kind of places. So I'm going to talk a bit about what you have to display, how you create it and what it means to you, your business, your staff and also what it means to your guests as well as what it also means in terms of storing people's information and how is this actually intended to work. And of course, there are implications regarding GDPR and the ICO in the UK, which is all to do with data protection and people's information. So there's quite a lot of things that have happened in COVID-19 that are to do with our freedom of movement and recording where we are. And I know that there's quite a lot of people who actually believe it's just an exercise in control and whether they're right or not. Personally, I would rather err on the side of caution because I do know people who have actually died from COVID-19 and people who've been ill and people in close proximity to us. So it's not something that I think is made up. And I would rather err on the side of caution in any case because, you know, if you put a few things in place in order to be more hygienic, have enhanced cleaning regimes in your property... You know, you're going to have top-notch cleaning in any case, but if you have these things in place, it's only going to help. I'm not so keen on the control and, you know, some people are worried about our rights and 
you know, freedom of movement and being recorded everywhere. But I would like to think that these things are for the pandemic and that afterwards things will get back to normality. And so I think the fact we have to have this QR code in our property is fine. I don't have a problem with that. And we have got one per apartment displayed as the guests enter or anyone enters who's going there who needs to check in because that's what you do with the app. They can do so easily because they'll see it easily. So a couple of things about Tested Trace. The idea of it is that if you have symptoms of coronavirus and you know where you've been and people can see where you've been through test and trace, it means that transmission can be controlled and it's easier for the NHS to track back to finding people who need treatment potentially, but also for you as an individual to know which places there have been cases of coronavirus. So you would know from using the app not detail because it's not personal information, it's not names of places, it's not names of venues, but you know in the vicinity where you are by looking at the app what is going on in your area, you know, whether there are cases going on. And there's a whole system in place and there's a massive move in the government to really step this up so that transmission can be reduced and halted and actually get a lot more testing done and tests available. There's a massive move in government right now with a lot more manpower being put in it to get the systems up and running and extra tests. So that's what it's for. So what we have is a QR code per property, as I've said. So how do you get that? So on the Government UK website about coronavirus, there's a, a link which I can put into our Service Accommodation Secrets Facebook group. In fact, there's one in there already on a post, a live I did about this. And there are other links I can put in there as well. Essentially, you get on that link that says create your QR code. And then all you need is your information of your property and your business name. And then it's generated and it's an A4 sheet, it has a big QR code and the name of your business underneath and the address of your property. So if you've got several that you receive and you print them off, you won't get mixed up about which one's which. And then it says to download the coronavirus app. So either Android, Google Android or Apple, you know, iPhone. Um, so apps for both can be downloaded. What we decided to do actually, because we received our QR code per property and we actually installed them on the Monday before it became a law. And so we actually put QR codes in for both of the apps as well, because it's possible that when people arrive, they won't have the app. And if they have to faff about and they've just arrived and it's hassle, then that's just a nuisance for them. So we're just trying to make it easy. And so once you've created your code, you can do that as well if you want. So you can reorganize the format of an A4 sheet if you want and put the QR codes in for the app. Or you can just literally have the QR code for your property, print it off, be aware that there is a print area that actually, as it stands, it seemed to go off the edge on an A4. So you might want to just format that. And we've just got ours in really simple, lightweight white frames that hardly notice they're just on the wall and we tell guests in advance in their guest registration information that they're going to see this and can they just download the app check in job done that's what we're 
letting our guests know and that's how we're displaying it so don't just print it off and stick it up with blue tack you know make it look really nice i'm sure you will because you've got lovely properties and everything and so i think that's nicer even than just a notice board as well just have it in a lightweight simple frame and um, some of the guys in the community have already printed off a bit of guidance as well so on the nhs or the government probably the nhs one's got little images and things that's a bit nicer easier on the eye so you could also put in a link for them if they want to watch a video about what it's all about because people from overseas they won't necessarily know about it, although they will have known whether they needed to self-isolate when they arrive and all that process you have to go through about travel to the UK as well. So just give your guests information is what I'm saying. So create your QR code and let your guests know what it's for. So we've added just one sentence into an email we send out with our guest registration form and that's after guests have paid. We acknowledge that. And we let them know that there is a QR code there and could they just take note of that and that's what it is so they're aware when they arrive and that they need to just scan that to get the app and then check in. Now, we have to display it, but of course you can't make somebody actually check in using the app. You can't force them. But the thing is that we... Obviously, being uh, hospitality, know when our guests are going to arrive. We know who they are. We know who's in the party. And most likely, you'll be getting their up-to-date ID uploaded, you know, getting them to sign T's and C's, which incorporated in ours, we have the fact that they agree to abide by the UK COVID-19 rules and laws. And this is part of it. But it's best to kind of integrate it in your current system so you're not kind of alarming people because a lot of people are quite anxious about this already, obviously. You know, it's a pandemic, which none of us were expecting. It's kind of normal, new normal, if you like, but it's a bit like being in a film still. It's so strange. But it's best just to do it sort of seamlessly in your existing process and lovely guest experience that you give your guests so that they just gently know what to do step by step. Don't say it in an alarming way so that they're worried about it. Just say, this is what you do. You get the app, you check in, it's all done. But the thing is that as well as the test and trace aspect with the app and knowing who's where and who potentially has symptoms, we should be recording our guest details anyway. So anyone who stays who's over 16, you need their name and nationality according to current laws and rules. And I can provide links again in the Service Accommodation Secrets Facebook pages and groups for that because there is a law and there's a sort of more plain English version in Visit Britain as well. So I can give the link to that. So we should be storing information about who's staying anyway. And obviously when they arrive, when they leave, if they're needing to extend their stay because they are poorly and need to self-isolate, that's something that you obviously would record. And for the QR code and all of the maintaining records displaying the NHS QR poster, the rules with that is that you don't have to get every single guest name you don't have to get anyone under 16 it can be the lead guest you're only going to have up to six people anyway because of the rule of six which is also something we need to tell our guests about so if you've got bookings for over six you'll know through cancellations and and things like that you know having to postpone stays of people with more than six guests or maybe split up parties into two properties all of that the rule of six so you'll have all of that 
in your system for your processing bookings and then helping guests through your whole communication cycle and their check-in and check-out, all of this. You'd have that anyway, so you're going to have their details. But the rule is for the QR poster is you have to keep those details for 21 days minimum. And don't just record their details and leave them lying about because we're still all having to take this seriously, you know, private information. You have to store securely within your system and it's all under GDPR. You know, data protection is really important. And so as well as the NHS and government guidance, there's also ICO. So that's all the data protection information. There are links to that that I can provide for you so you can double check what you need to do in terms of that. But if you already have like a channel manager and a system like that, a secure system with passwords, then you're going to have the information in there anyway. And so I think it's really important to just realise that although this is quite a big change in terms of test and trace and actually having to display a QR code, not have to do that before. There's already quite a lot of things we have to do. So we can just integrate it quite simply into what we already do and just make it part of your whole process. And in terms of the app, it seems like it's quite straightforward at the moment. It's uh, not too invasive. I've heard rumors of people saying, I'm not going to want to remain one of your contacts on your phone if you are going to download the app because it asks to see all your contacts. Well, it doesn't do that. As far as we can see at the moment, it's quite a limited kind of scope for the app. Of course, it may have updates. And if at any time you're not happy about being part of it, then, you know, that's an individual choice. But also, if any guests say to you, I don't want to do that, then they do have the right to opt out. And of course, if people don't even have a smartphone, they can't actually scan an NHS QR code anyway. So circumstances where people either can't or don't want to check in, then you have your alternative record of their stay and you'd be needing to keep that anyway. So you just record the fact that they were opting out. So you can say that. So the other thing is, and you might find a bit of resistance to, is that your housekeeping team, so any individual staff, maintenance people who go to your property, any visitors as well, they should be scanning the QR code on arrival and checking in too. So it's just to say they've been to that location. And the only people who don't need to are people who are literally just delivering something, dropping something off, or the emergency services, they don't need to. But everybody else, so your team who come, if you go to your property, then you all should be as well. And again, you're going to get people who want to opt out. But as long as you know your schedule for your team, as long as you say to your guests, if somebody comes, I need to know, you know, you need to get them to check in. Obviously, you're not necessarily going to be able to enforce that, especially as you don't even have a meet and greet at the moment. It's remote check-in. So it is a little bit tricky, but all you can do is your absolute best to let people know what they need to do and communicate with them as clearly and just gently, you know, because you don't want to um, raise any panic. It's all just part of what the new normal is. And so again, if people want to opt out, you can just keep 
your records within your own system of what's actually happening. You're going to need to know when your staff work because you need to know who's working. And it may be that you have a contract cleaner. So the company will invoice you for when they worked and you're going to want to know who's been there and when. So you'll need to know that anyway, for logistical reasons, of course. So actually, it's not too onerous. It's just that we need to do it and there's a law to say we have to do it. And there are fines if you don't do it. So just ensure you've got it on display. And with things like the rule of six, you know, if you don't have enough other properties to break up bookings, you know, maybe people are still trying to say, oh, what can I do? Can I cancel? It might be an idea just as a, an extra aside to this to really reach out to your community of service accommodation operators, whether it's houses, apartments, you know, apart hotels, whatever it is, and see if you can help each other with that. So, you know, if you've got six people you can accommodate, but there are four more, maybe somebody else in your area can help you out with that so that you can avoid things like cancellations and so forth. But yeah, we do need to make sure I guess know all the current protocols and rules and laws to do with COVID-19. And as well, of course, if they're coming from overseas, whether their country of origin is part of the need to quarantine or whether they are exempt from that. So make sure you check that out. And the other thing as well is just to protect your housekeeping team so that you've actually got a gap between cleans so that they are having that time for potentially if the virus is there for the place to be aired and by the time they go in and do air it anyway, they are protected. So all these different things to bear in mind and stay safe or as safe as possible because we're just trying to reduce the risk and minimise risk all round. And you should all have, just a final thing, you should all have your risk assessments done for COVID-19 at your SA units. So this is something to add to it, the NHS QR poster and how to manage this and anything else you need to get in place and know that your whole teams are aware of how to do it and the companies you work with so that you can just make sure that you're all checking you know who's where when and that you're all safe really. Okay, so I hope that helps and things I dare say will hopefully calm down. Hopefully they don't get too much worse before they get better. And I hope you all managing to cope through COVID-19. We've actually become really busy lately. So that's really good for us. And I can see a lot of positivity moving forward. There's a real need for our short stay accommodation. And so a lot of these things really do need to be managed. We've had a really busy time recently. So I hope you are too. And if you need any help or have any questions, once again, do ask them in our service accommodation secrets page or group. Or if you're not in the group, do ask to join. You'd be more than welcome. Okay, take care then, guys, and I look forward to another episode with you soon. Sharing the secrets of success.